Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Are you here today? I am here today. What about you? I'm Are you here, here today, today as well? Yes, but Good. last week you were like extra here. Yes, yes. Well, now I'm just normal here. Normal here. Okay, normal so here. you're not going to call Google communists or anything like well, that Well, and I today? can't guarantee that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Um, I think our sound is on very loud because it's doing that, but that's okay. All right, so today we are... Con- well, first, let's talk about we had a trip to Columbus. We did. We went to Columbus, Ohio, which was fantastic. I, I, I had board meetings. You know, I sat on the board for our, the North American Lutheran Seminary, and our board meetings were up there this week. Which is so uh, nice for me because I get to tag along once in a while and see my friends. Exactly. So it was great. We went a day early. We got to see our friends, go out to dinner with them. It was really nice to get caught up with them again. Yes. And if you are listening from Ohio, we didn't get to see all our friends. We might not have gotten to see you, um, but we did get to see some of the yeah. the couples that we go out with um, frequently. And so it was a quick trip. So we definitely didn't get to stop in at the church or, or do anything like that. No, and uh, but it was a uh, it was a good time. It was, it was very good to get up, good to get away for a little while, mm-hmm. you know. And we came home, and the kids who had been left by themselves, the house was still standing. And it was standing, and it was actually Ellie did yeah. a good job. It was in good shape. She, we were having craziness because we left Wednesday. We got mm-hmm. home late Friday. She left Friday morning for a spring break trip with her friends. So the boys were totally in, on their own on Friday, and then David also left for a trip with a friend. Yeah. And so it was like here, there, and everywhere. Sam was working, and so we had this master schedule, and they survived. Yeah, they did. They survived, and it's uh, you know the house was actually in I'm decent shape when we yep. came back. So I am proud. Yeah, dog had been fed and stuff like that. Yes, so, yeah, the dog survived. Good. Yes, yeah. and got walked and everything. So, so that nice. was super fun. Yeah, yep. And um, yeah, and you. So you were on the meetings for the uh, the seminary, right? Yeah, I was in the meeting for okay. the seminary, mm-hmm. and the seminary's in in uh, in good shape, and it looks good. like. Uh, you know, it looks like we survived uh, the last year, 2020, actually fairly better than we thought we would. Oh, you know, awesome. kind of like most institutions, we yeah. feared this time last year that uh, things would just crater, and that's not a, not, a, not what happened at all. Good. Oh, yeah, so I was very excited. Uh, we have 40 seminarians in the pipeline, 40 students. Uh, One of which involved. is at our church, being an yes, intern, yes, right? Yes, and she got great news also up in Columbus, so she's been approved as a candidate, uh, candidate for ordination. Good. So now she starts the final step in the process, yes. which is... Uh, interviewing with other churches. Yes. And then once uh, once one of those churches calls her to be a pastor, then at that point she will be ordained and will become a, a pastor. Mm-hmm. So it's very That's exciting. Awesome. Yeah, really excited for it. Very good. Well, I'm glad she did that because, you know, you almost didn't get her approved at the end there, if you remember, because we oh, were yes. in a more liberal oh, yes. church I, at the I time. I remember that very well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we've told that story before, so we're not going to yeah. tell that story here. All is well. But today we are talking about sloth. We continue mm-hmm. on with the seven deadly sins. We've done gluttony. We've done greed. We've done envy. Yep. Correct. And we are on the fourth week of seven, I guess. And today is on sloth. So sloth. where are we going to start with that? Okay, we'll start with the beginning with a definition. But first okay. of all, sloth is just a great word. I mean, it's, it's well, just... Well, it's the only sin that's an animal too, right? Oh my gosh. That's yeah, so that's weird. True. Yeah, but it's, it's a fantastic word. I think it was a, a sin first and then yes, maybe it was. animal it after. Yes, it for sure was. Uh, but just a great word. I mean, you know, when if, if you study foreign languages, I mean, that sloth is just about as, as beautifully English as it can be. It has the SL, it has the TH, just 
It's wonderful. Are those, are those really Englishy things? Word. Oh, yeah. The SL and the TH. Anyway, anyways. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, okay. They're, very, they're very typical of our language. Got it. But sloth is interesting because uh, there are seven, uh, seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, lust, gluttony, greed, wrath, envy, pride. And, uh, and sloth. Okay. But sloth. unlike the others, sloth is the only one that's a sin of omission, not a sin of commission. Okay. Uh, and that's so in good. other words, you commit the other sins. You know, you, you are angry at, against someone, you're greedy, you commit gluttony, you commit lust, lust. You, you commit mm-hmm. the other, other ones. Okay. They're sins of commission. Uh, but sloth is the only one that's a sin of omission. omission. It's a failure to do something. Okay. Uh, in this case, it's a failure to act. Uh, a failure to act for yourself, for your neighbor, or for God. Okay. And so, uh, you know, we just traveled in a bunch of airports. Yes. Uh, we had the opportunity to schlep from one end of uh, Detroit <laughs> Airport to the other. Oh, which, my goodness. That was like an eight-mile walk. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah it was crazy, man. Right. Uh, and so we, we came across a lot of those moving walkways, you know. Yes. And it occurred to me that a, a good analogy might be if the if the other deadly sins are the highway to hell, you know. Oh so you get on them and you... And you're steering yourself down that road. Okay. Uh, sloth is not so much the highway to hell as it is the moving walkway to hell. Okay. And so it's not so much that you're, you know, you got the pedal to the metal and you're you're cruising down the highway there. It's more like, well, I could get off at any time, but it's just so much easier to not do anything. And, hmm. and so it's it's that lack of doing something that slowly but surely moves you toward a place you don't want to go. Okay. I like that. Well, thank you. Did you come up with that just today I as we did. were thinking yes. about our trip? Okay. Well, you know what? And what you said there reminds me of the highway to hell with these other sins. Um, I was reading in Hebrews today for my quiet time. And I just want to, the Lord spoke to me for sure, convicted me. Um, so if you are on the highway to hell with one of these <laughs> sins, and we all, you know, have sin in our life. But this, um, you know, I'm reading now out of the... CSV, I think it's called, the Christian Standard, what is it? No, the- CSB, yes. Christian Standard Bible, yep. Yeah, and anyways, so things jump out at you differently because I normally read these verses in the NIV. So this one today said, For if we deliberately go on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, mm-hmm. but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire about to consume the adversaries. My goodness gracious. Right. So that like just hit me in the face because I do have some deliberate sins in my life. And um, so I had to repent of those and yeah. carry on. Yeah. And that was, uh, I just closed my Bible, but I think that was from Hebrews 10, 26. Yeah, Hebrews 10, like 26. Anyways, um, on that happy note, yeah. <laughs> let's continue on with the sin of omission. That was talking about a deliberate sin right. um, and keep and doing that repetitively, continually, without repentance. Sloth, as you said, is kind of more a sin of omission. Um, I some I was reading some stuff on it and kind of talked about spiritual laziness mm-hmm. so, or a lack of enthusiasm for um, the life of the soul. Yeah, yeah. And so <clears throat> but one of the ways that, uh, that, that sloth is a sin is, you know, people say, well, you know, I could go to church, but I'd rather just go sit around my coffee. Right. And you know, that's a real issue now, now that we've got this option of doing that with online. Yeah. Because all of the other pastors that I listen to on podcasts and stuff have talked about many, many people, while they could come back, they probably aren't going to. Yeah. And who knows what will happen. For right or wrong, you know. Now, I think with our particular church, it'll be different because, you know, ours ours is a liturgical tradition. And right. so worshiping with other people and especially receiving the sacraments. True. Are such a big True. part of our worship. 
And you're not doing sacraments online. I mean, right. some people are actually offering communion. Yeah. For, you know, you do it in your home, but we're not doing that. Right. Yes, true. Um, whereas, you know, say more of a typical evangelical service where it's, it's uh, you come and you hear songs and you come and you listen to the, the pastor right. preach. Well, why not just do that from home? Right. You know? With so ours coffee. is more participatory. Okay. Good point. Yeah. But, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, sin is, uh, sloth is, it's a spiritual, uh, it's a spiritual apathy, for, yeah. for lack of mm-hmm. a better term, you know. Well, you know, I could get up and do this, but I'm just too lazy. And so yeah. I think I'll just, you know, spend the next 45 minutes on Facebook rather than the next five minutes reading my Bible. Right. That kind of thing. True. Now, you know, once in a while, fine. I mean, you know, we all sin. We all get lazy. Like, that's just, you know, that, that's life in the, in, in, in the flesh. Right. But when it becomes a habit, uh, when your habit is to day after day after day do all these other things instead of, uh, instead of turning to the Lord, well, that's when it becomes... A really bad thing. Okay. Well, speaking of those things, we do have to differentiate here between what is sloth and what is mm. rest. Because yesterday, right. we're, we're, you know, we're on Sundays we're doing the mm-hmm. spiritual disciplines. Alia preached yesterday on the command to take a day of rest, the Sabbath. Yeah. So what what could we say is the difference between being lazy and actually doing what God commanded, which is to take a day off. Oh, sure. Yeah, well, well, I'd, I'd say there's two, uh, there's two differences. One just uh, one having to do with work and the other with the Lord. And so the first with work, the most important one, is that you're resting from work and you're resting for work. So six days okay. you shall labor and do all of your work, but the seventh is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the assumption is six days you're working. Okay. And the seventh day you, you need take a, a rest. well-deserved break. Right. Whereas the slothful person, you know, is ain't doing nothing for six right. days. Maybe and it's the six days day of sloth and seven. So yeah, it's a very different okay. category. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also the the Sabbath is to the Lord, so it's it's, okay. it's a day of rest to the Lord to thank God, to worship Him, to rest, to delight in the person that He's made you to be, and uh, however that is, you know, listening to music or, or whatever. Uh, whereas, you know, whereas sloth is again just kind of ignoring Him. Well, you know what, I could actually go over there and open up the Bible or say my prayers, but I'm too lazy, so I'll just sit here and flip the channels. You know, okay. that's, that's sloth, right? Right. So they're different. Yeah, true. And uh, so early on in, in my little definition there, I said it was a failure to act okay. uh, for God, for self, for neighbor. Okay. And, you know, there's the, the word sloth doesn't really appear, at least to my translation of the Bible, oh. but the word sluggard is sluggard. all over Proverbs. Yep. So here's a, there's a whole bunch of Proverbs that have to do with sluggard. By okay. the way, another fantastic word. Another right? great word. My, my definition actually, or my Bible actually uses sloth quite a bit, oh but okay. Gosh, you got but you like sluggard too? You got the double G's. Oh my goodness. Just, it's beautiful. You're such a strange man. Uh, thank you. But, uh, but here's one. So this is uh, Proverbs 26, um, verse uh, 13. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, sloth against God. Sloth is a sin against God. Okay. Uh, the sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven Ooh. men who can answer sensibly. I used and to the, tell the kids, don't yeah. be wise in your own eyes. Not wise oh, in your but own I didn't eyes. see that the sluggard right. is right. wise in his own eyes. Okay. Yeah. And then a little bit earlier, it says, Do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. So, in mm-hmm. other words, this is a person. Uh, the sluggard is the person who thinks, eh, I don't need to, I don't need to, you know, go to church. I don't need to open up the Bible. Mm-hmm. I know enough to get by. Well, yep. there's no hope for a person like that. Okay. So that's a sin against God. Okay. A sin against neighbor. Oh boy, I love this one here, man. This is, this is one of my favorites. Uh, this is Proverbs chapter 10, verse 26. Is this a special Bible software? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's very software. neat. Okay. Logos. Okay. Like vinegar to the teeth. Like smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to those who send him. Ooh, smoke to the eyes is bad. Isn't that great? So, yes. you know, smoke to the eyes makes you, that's horrible. And vinegar to the teeth just kind of sets your teeth on edge. Yes. And so too is a slothful employee to the employer. Oh. <laughs> you know, if you've ever had a, 
if you've ever been in the position with employees and you've got an employee who just isn't doing their job, it just drives you crazy. No, I don't. don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Uh, or it, as a parent, you know. Uh, hey, oh, yes. Hey, have you cleaned up the backyard? No, get to it. Well, yeah. It just drives you nuts like smoke in the eyes, like vinegar to the teeth. Well, that's actually a great one for parenting because I do mm-hmm. think in this generation, you know, we've talked before about how we have kind of two families, the older kids who kind of grew up without all sorts of screens mm-hmm. until they were quite a bit older and the younger ones who do have them. And man, that can make a parent mad when you oh see them goodness. just sitting there on their little device when there's stuff to be done, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's so that would be sloth as a sin against neighbor. Okay. But then most of the emphasis in Proverbs is uh, sloth as a sin against oneself. Mm. So the very famous passage is from Proverbs chapter 6. Okay. Go to the ant, O sluggard. Yeah. Consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief, officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer. She gathers her food in harvest. And how long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little, a little slumber, slumber, a little, a little folding, folding of, of the, the hands, hands to rest. And poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. I used to have that on a chore chart. Do you remember yep, that? We had I that chore that. chart for the, you know, we raised the older children much better than the younger ones. Well, we Let's also, just talk about that. Well, we did. You know, we don't have that anymore. Because when uh, we only had three at that point, that's we got true. six. And it was, Actually, you have a chore chart right now that's right. working out quite well. So it, well, let me take you. that back. Yes. Let was, me take that back. But we didn't have the go to the ant, you sluggard type mentality right. with these younger ones. Right. And it was also pre-digital. And that, that digital true. revolution has really vastly transformed. Yeah, society. it really has. But that, so that's okay. an example, right? Okay. You know, that's if you just sit there and you fold your hands, you rest. Next thing you know, poverty, poverty. comes upon you. Right. Uh, and the the and one of the real tragedies of sloth is that the slothful person doesn't really care. So this mm-hmm. is uh, Proverbs fifteen. Uh, Proverbs fifteen verse nineteen: The way of a sluggard is like a hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a level highway. Mm. And the idea here is that the upright person says, "All right, I got to get to work," and they just they you know they 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 go at it. But the sluggard looks at all that has to be done. He's like, oh, there's this hedge of thorns in my way. I'll never get over it or around it. And so he just sits there. Uh, Another one very similar to this, uh, one of my favorites, is Proverbs uh, Proverbs chapter 26, verse uh, 13. Okay. The sluggard says, there's a lion in the road. There's a lion in the streets. I love this. You know, it's like, oh, I can't possibly go out and do these things because I might get hurt. You know, and that's, it's like, really? Right. I will will leave this children, this child unnamed, but one of our children was watching somebody's dogs for the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. And when it would be dark and he had to walk over there, it's a couple blocks. um, He'd be like, no, I'm going to get kidnapped. Can you drive me over there? That's exactly the same mentality. I'm like, no. You no, got you two feet, it and you're not going to get kidnapped you know? in our neighborhood. Thank and so you. It's this self-defeating. Right. You know, it's a sin against yourself. Mm. Oh, there's a hedge of thorns in the way. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's a, lion. a lion. I better just sit here and do nothing. Right. right? I better fold my hands and rest. Okay. Uh, and then finally, um, Proverbs 19. This, okay. is, this is a really descriptive, beautiful one. Proverbs 19, verse 24. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish and will not even bring it back to his mouth. Oh my goodness, he's too lazy to eat? Yeah, so he just kind of, That's really All my effort is expended in putting my hands around my Whataburger. If only someone could lift them up to my mouth for me. Wow. So it's this this, uh, wonderful image of what sloth is. Okay. It's like, ah, I can't even feed myself. You know, you're just sinning against yourself. Okay, well, those are great. Those are all from Proverbs. We probably should also talk about some things Jesus said. Mm -hmm. And probably the most familiar passage would be with the servant. Oh, go ahead. Um, I did not have that one. Well, I mean, that's a tough one, I think, because people talk about it. You know, I'm not going to read the entire thing, but if you remember, it's a parable of the talents. And um, 
the different the three mm. different guys got different amounts, right? So Correct. the one got a lot and he made more and he did well with it. Mm. And the second guy got half of that or whatever and he did well as well. And the third guy, um, he received one talent. He also approached and said, Master, I know you, you're a harsh man, reaping where you haven't sown and gathering where you haven't scattered seed. So I was afraid and I went off and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. And his master said to him, you evil, lazy servant. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. If you knew that I reap where I haven't sown and gather where I haven't scattered, then you should have deposited my money with the bankers and I would have received my money back with interest when I returned. Yeah. I had, you know, I never had thought of that before, but I think in my translation, he says, you wicked and slothful right. servant. That's why it came to me. Yeah. This never idea thought of sloth. That. Because basically, wow. you know, he's not, he just doesn't do anything. So that's, that's the teaching here, right? It's not like he didn't give back what the master gave him, but he didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Right. And then underlying that there is this this sense of almost superiority over the master. Right, exactly. Here, you have what is yours. I knew you to be a, a, a what does he say, an unfair. A harsh and unfair. I knew you to be a harsh and unfair master. Here, right. take what's yours. Right. It's this, uh, the, this, this sinning against God as if, as if I, the, the slothful person, know better than God. Being wise right. in his own eyes. Exactly. Right. right. Got it. Okay, right. so what do you have? Uh, well, I, I forgot that that was a great one. Thank you. Uh, this is from Paul's uh, yes. letter to Thessalonians. Gotta have Paul. So, second chapter of Thessalonians, verse three. Okay. Kind of long. Okay. And here, the the word used is idleness. Now, we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness. Mm-hmm. Again, not just you know taking a day off here and there, but walking in idleness. Okay. Right? For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us, because we were not idle when we were with you. Nor did we eat anyone's bread without pay, mm-hmm. but with toil and labor we worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you. Uh, and then verse 10, he says, For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. There's another one I used to quote right. to the children. You're not eating if you're not working. Yes, if anyone yes. is not willing to work, let him not eat. So that would be an example right. from the New Testament of the sin of sloth or Good. idleness. Is that uh, not someone who takes a day off? No, because we need a day off. But as someone who has a, a habit, a habitual walking in idleness and is living off other okay. people, sponging off other people. Okay. And the Bible says, you know, have nothing to do with that, that kind of person. Okay. So. Hmm. We could get very political here and talk about, you know, how our new system, they would like people to stay home and not work by rewarding yes. them, but let's don't go there. Uh, okay. <laughs> Even though I just did. Yes, you did. We're not going to do that. Okay. But no. So what do we, what's the wrap up on here? It's not good to be a sluggard. It's not good to be slothful. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting one because, you know, I, I, I think uh, um, it, it's a very interesting thing because it's not one that we ever really hear people talk about. Mm-mm. You know, Especially I mean, in our culture, which is work, 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 work. work, work. We work, have work, to force right. people to take vacation days. We have to force people to take a Sabbath or try to, and we're mm-hmm. not good at it. We're really not good at it. Yeah, when this is kind of the other extreme, where mm-hmm. someone's just kind of laying around doing right. nothing all day. Right. You know, can't even bother to feed himself. That That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I don't really know. I, no. I suppose one of the um, there would be two remedies or, or two hedges against sloth. Okay. Uh, the first, of course, is just activity. You mm-hmm. know, and so hard work. You know, if uh, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God, and the second is to love your neighbor mm-hmm. as yourself, and so mm-hmm. actually do that. You know, in, in whatever. Uh, station in life God has called you to uh, work as if to the Lord. So whether that's as a mother or father, a husband or a mm-hmm. wife, uh, employer, employee, whatever it is, that you do your job and you do it, you do it well for the benefit of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other is, um, 
you know, don't go off. And the other is to actually take a Sabbath rest, mm-hmm. just like uh, Alia was preaching yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, God didn't make us to work 24-7. No, we're not machines. Uh, and so God gives us rest. God commands us mm-hmm. to rest. And so enjoy that. And when right. you're enjoying that rest, you know, in my case, when I'm sitting on the back porch and I see, ah, oh, the grass needs to be cut. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you just got to say, you know, I'm not going to cut it today. Okay. I'm just going to rest and okay. relax and, and enjoy what God has given me. Okay. And since, I mean, we can wrap up with the fact that since it is really meaning a spiritual laziness more than anything else, right? Um, during Lent is a perfect time to overcome that or try yeah. to overcome that and, you know, grab onto your disciplines. If you've gone by the wayside, you know, if you've started out really strong in Lent and you have fallen off the wagon, then just hop back on, you yeah. know, don't be slothful. Don't be a slugger. Hop back on today. Start all over. Still like 40 days of Lent. Well, no, 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 well, not 40. We're halfway done. Yeah, I meant like 20. Time. I think yeah. we're half, we're getting to halfway point. Yeah, we are. We? There's approximately 20 something days yeah, left. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's what I was drilling on today, you mm-hmm. know, because we had this nice little time up in Columbus mm-hmm. and I kind of relaxed. Which we took off the disciplines, disciplines so while like, we're on you know, vacation. Yes. Time to get back on it. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Okay, good. Well, uh, we hope that's a word of encouragement and not a word of slothful condemnation. Go to the Anto Slugger. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, next week we will come back at you with another one of the seven deadly sins. Till then.